Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by. Well, here is something to think about in the times in which we live. You know, man is really free in Jesus Christ, and he really is the source of all freedom. Admiral Arthur Radford, ever heard of him? He wrote this, in the Bible, and particularly in Jesus's spiritual concept of God and man, all men can find the key to victory, not only one evil system, but in the greater crusade against all falsehood. Mankind, however, appears to come slowly to the realization that freedom is not won and held solely by material things. Think about the truth of that statement in your own life. If you have the key to victory, to ultimate freedom and triumph over all the falsehoods around you, are you clinging to the hope of some material means to open the gates of freedom in your life? If you are, 1 Timothy 6.17 has a word for you. Instruct those who are rich in the present world not to be conceited or to fix their hope on, on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Isn't that good? Make sure that nothing becomes a stumbling block, my friend. True freedom comes when you fix the focus of your heart on Jesus Christ and Him alone. Wealth, power, intelligence, beauty, status, politics, oh, politics, even religious piety can lead quickly to bondage in your life, especially when you desire these things more than you desire Jesus. Turn to God today. Accept His principles of true freedom in life. He will faithfully supply all of your needs and give you victory over your trials. You will be truly free when all of your joy comes from Jesus. Well, the loss of life from the Israel-Hamas war, already very staggering. At least 1,300 people killed by Hamas on October the 7th attack on Israel, most of them civilians. Authorities in Gaza say that Israel's response has left 2,300 people dead. As Israel prepares for a ground war to destroy the rule of Hamas, they're going to wipe it off the map. That's the plan. Everybody's watching. The whole world is watching not only with fears about the humanitarian issues, but also concerns that this fight could escalate into a broader regional conflict with global implications. Most likely to get involved is the Iran-backed militia Hezbollah in Lebanon. There have already been isolated flare-ups along Israel's border with Lebanon, highlighting the possibility of a proxy war with Iran. Other Iran-funded military groups in Syria and Yemen could also join in the fighting as it escalates, or Iran could directly confront Israel. Biden says, don't you dare. It will bring the United States in to this war. Concerns were heightened after Iran warned that if Israel continued to attack Gaza, Hezbollah, Hezbollah would respond. Other Iran-funded military groups in Syria and Yemen could also join in the fighting as it escalates, or Iran could directly confront Israel. Concerns were heightened after Iran warned that if Israel continued to attack Gaza, Hezbollah would respond and cause a huge earthquake for Israel. It's a scenario that Israel and the United States are hoping that won't happen. Israel's defense minister said yesterday that it's not looking to fight on its northern border as long as Hezbollah restrains itself. The United States met directly with Arab leaders and called on Qatar and China to help limit the conflict spread and even held back channel talks with Iran. 
With nations around the world still reeling from high inflation, the impact of the pandemic, the war in the Ukraine, they say this is a new cloud on an already cloudy horizon. Evil thoughts, evil actions come from evil minds, demonic-led minds. Do you know there's an astronomical number of Palestinians that support terror? Nearly 300 kids died in the massacre in Israel. Another 400 kidnapped, 1,300 Jews slaughtered, babies murdered, elementary schools targeted, dining halls, Hamas Islamist tossed grenades into bomb shelters where kids were hiding, bloomed to bits. Hamas is still releasing videos of their fighters killing Jews for sport. Recent poll conducted by the Palestinian Center for Public Opinion, 7 out of 10 say they support the attacks on Israel. What a majority. They believe this is okay. You can almost hear the demons flying around. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived back in Israel today where he's expected to meet with Israeli officials, decide what we're going to do. The Secretary will meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Sunday. Netanyahu said, we are going to exterminate these bloody monsters from the face of the earth. It's just hard for those of us here in this country to imagine what this is like. And today, cries from the lefty loonies. They're nuts. Here's an idea from them to take in one million Palestinian refugees from Gaza. We need to do that. We can't handle this mess at the border. We're going to... Yeah, it's... It's wicked, all of it. Wicked. Well, I don't remember anything like this as of late. The House of Representatives returns to session today, but it's still without a speaker. What a mess that is. Republicans now have nominated Jim Jordan from over here in Ohio. That was on Friday before breaking for the weekend, but there are enough holdouts that his winning the position is far from a sure thing. It's been two weeks since McCarthy was accused of Retribution for working with the Democrats to avoid a government shutdown. So what now? Without a speaker, Congress is unable to pass any legislation, but Democrats are pushing for expanding the authority of temporary speaker Patrick McHenry, which would allow him to bring legislation to the floor for funding the governments of Ukraine and Israel. Mark one up for the good guys. A, a former teacher has won an out-of-court settlement involving a payment of about $10,000 for being canceled by the LGBT queer ideology. Christian Concern has documented how Reverend Calvin Robinson, this is in the United Kingdom, won the settlement for being canceled by the Royal Academy of Dance. He had offended the leftists there by criticizing drag queen story time on his news show and on social media. And because of his comments, he was fired from his role as the Royal Academy of Dance. However, supported by the Christian Legal Center, he claimed harassment, direct and indirect discrimination, and was awarded a $10,000 settlement. You can stand up in today's world. Here's another longtime teacher who is a Christian is under attack because she declined to promote the ideology of extreme LGBT lifestyle choices in the Church of England at school there. She's also been accused of expressing her biblical beliefs on human sexuality when she responds to students' questions. 
Gladys Leger, 43, for 12 years was a specialist modern foreign language teacher before being fired by the Bishop Justice School in Promley last year. She now is being represented by the Christian Legal Center for her fight with the school where officials treated her, she said, like a, a dangerous criminal for holding biblical beliefs. The Christian Concern Organization said they will defend her. Well, I guess. Yeah, it's the new world. Hey, we do like our celebrities, don't we? U.S. Olympic gymnastics legend Mary Lou Retton, her family, called on the public to help her with her medical bills. She's battling pneumonia. Now, why didn't I think of that? When my wife became terribly ill in 2012, we racked up $1.4 million in hospital bills. Anyway, they said, you got to help this woman out. The response was overwhelming. She received $350,000 in less than 48 hours, shattering the initial goal of 50 grand. They say she's improving. Some have questioned why a sports star didn't have any health insurance and then asked strangers to pay off medical bills. More than 250,000 people launch, well, crowdfunding campaigns for medical bills every year on GoFundMe. Did you know that? And medical expenses account for about one-third of the $5 billion the company says it has raised for others. Hmm. Well, it's something new from Donald Trump. He's not only in a heated contest with Sleepy Joe for the presidency, apparently he's in an athletic competition now as well. In a Truth Social post Saturday evening, the former commander-in-chief posted a four-minute video he titled the Presidential Olympics, in which he featured news clips of both himself and Biden ascending or at least attempting to ascend the staircase of Air Force One. Yep, you got it. The clips depict Trump climbing the stairs in a smooth, seemingly effortless manner. While Joe Biden has shown numerous times tripping over his own feet and falling down during his own efforts. Ah, the internet has no mercy. Suzanne Summers lost her years-long battle with cancer yesterday, a day before her 77th birthday. The actress died Sunday morning at the age of 76. Well, let me see that college degree, son. Not going to be necessary for many. That's good news for those who can't stand college. American businesses are increasingly eliminating college degrees as a part of their requirement for many corporate roles. It's part of a wider trend in this country that's de-emphasizing the value of a four-year diploma. American companies like Walmart, IBM, Bank of America, Google have announced plans to reduce the number of jobs that require a college degree. Well, there you go. Well, it seems like they've been around forever in business news. Rite Aid. I've known them since I was a kid. Uh, well, the 61-year-old drugstore chain, which has more than 2,000 locations around the country, has filed for bankruptcy. Unable to find money to settle the hundreds of lawsuits it's facing over supplying opioids. Though larger than a mom-and-pop store, Rite Aid is smaller than the competitors like Walgreens and CVS, not to mention Amazon and Walmart, and it's struggled to keep up its sales. They've slumped a lot. The company plans to restructure, closing several stores, installing a new top executive, and starting over 
Walt Disney turns 100 years old today, joining that exclusive club of companies that somehow made it through the Great Depression, World War II, the advent of the Internet, and all that other stuff. Really is an impressive feat to be sure, but Disney's still got a long way to go to catch up with the Cal Ripken of the corporate world. What I mean, Japanese contractor Kongo Gumi was founded in 578 to build a temple, making it 1,440 years old and the oldest company in the world that's still in business. I just thought you'd want another. Oh, here's something else you really need to know. It's National Bosses Day. Do with that which, what you will. The National Football League, the Buffalo Bills fans were scared yesterday, almost saying, not again. It was a scary moment Sunday night when running back Damian Harris was taken off the field on a stretcher loaded in the back of an ambulance. I mean, guys get hurt every day, but this is the same guy that last year had a heart attack on the field that nearly took his life. I guess he's okay today. Today's shot at living in today's world, you're there. After being interviewed by the school administration, the eager teaching prospect said this. Now, now, let me get this right now. You want me to go into that room with all those kids and fill their every waking moment with a love of learning. I'm supposed to instill a sense of pride in them, modify their disruptive behavior, observe them for signs of abuse, and even censor their T-shirt messages and their dress codes. You want me to... Wage a war on drugs and sexually transmitted diseases? Check their backpacks for weapons of mass destruction? Oh, and raise their self-esteem? You want me to teach them patriotism, good citizenship, sportsmanship, fair play, how to register to vote, how to balance the checkbook, how to apply for a job? I'm to check their heads for lice, maintain a safe environment, recognize signs of Antisocial behavior, offer some advice, write letters of recommendation for student employment and scholarships, encourage respect for others. My contract requires me to work on my own time after school, evenings and weekends grading papers. Also, I must spend my summer vacation at my own expense working toward advanced certification and be a master's degree could be coming. And on my own time, you want me to attend a few committee meetings, faculty meetings, PTA meetings, and participate in staff development teacher training. I'm to be a paragon of virtue, larger than life, such that my very presence is going to be an awe to my students into being obedient and respectful to authority today. I'm to pledge allegiance to family values and this current administration. You want me to incorporate technology into the learning experience, monitor websites, and relate personally with each student. That includes deciding who might be potentially dangerous and or liable to commit a crime in our school. I'm to make all students pass the mandatory state exam, even those who don't come to school regularly and complete any of their assignments. Plus, I'm to make sure that all of these students with handicaps get an equal education, regardless of the extent of their mental or physical handicap. And I'm to communicate regularly with mom and dad by letter, telephone, newsletter, and report cards. All of this I'm to do with just a, a little piece of chalk, a computer, a few books, a bulletin board, and a big smile. And on a starting salary that qualifies me and my family for food stamps. 
and you want me to do all of this and not pray. Okay. Well, that's good. And then there's this. I'm not proud to be white, nor am I ashamed to be white. Why should anyone be proud or ashamed of something they had nothing to do with? But I am truly thankful that I know Almighty God as my personal Savior and that I was born in America. Where's my Bible? Life 101 is next. Joined us just now? Well, this is Hello World News, information and comment every day at this time. Tell a friend about the broadcast, and would you please join me as my friend on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And hey, you want to hear last week's program this time or last month or last year, go to gregpatton.com. That's gregpatton.com, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And thank all of you supporting this ministry in so many ways. Hey, did I tell you? You are doing it. Pre-orders on Invisible War of the Saints. Exciting. And yeah, we can get you a signed copy. Just let them know when you contact Southwest Radio Church or go to uh, the website, InvisibleWarOfTheSaints.com. Got its own website. Can't wait to get to Columbus at the end of October here, the biggest event of the year for Southwest Radio Church and Clarity to the Chaos. Gonna be there with a lot of really great speakers. In Columbus area in October, end of the month, come join us. I think I love you. Have you read the book of James recently? The Epistle of James. They say it's probably the most practical writing in the New Testament. Good stuff for you and me. The author, a half-brother of Jesus Christ, has stressed conduct and behavior. Now get this, and behavior as evidence of your faith in Jesus Christ, that you are a real Christian. It was Charles Haddon Spurgeon who said that if a man says that he's saved and does not act like it and walk like it and talk like it, we better not pamper that man's presumption. We better get that guy saved. Some have called the book of James the Proverbs of the New Testament. Others have pointed out its similarity to the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, writing to Christians who are scattered throughout the Roman Empire, James emphasized the necessity for you and I to have patience. I certainly need more of that. How about you? I mean, especially as it's related to the tongue, warning that one of the worst sins a Christian could commit is the failing to carefully watch his words. And in this particular portion of Scripture, talking about James chapter 4 now, starting there at verse 13, well, let's just read it. Uh, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we're going to go to such and such a city. We'll spend a year there, buy and sell some things, make a profit, whereas you do not know what's going to happen even today, right? It says tomorrow, for what is your life? It's even as a vapor that appears for a little time, very little and vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. It is. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and does not do that, to him it is sin. How you doing? James is emphasizing the uncertainty of the future. Wow, that's kind of scary right now, isn't it? which was certainly a relevant fact in the lives of the Christians who lived in a world that was hostile to members of this new faith. You know, man has always sought to further his own interest in life. 
self-preservation. Most people seek an added security, something sufficient to protect them from all the troubles in the world. We too often think of security only in terms of material things. How much money do you have in the bank? Do you have enough money in the bank to live for the next six months if you lost your job today? When one adopts a philosophy like this, he's never quite certain that he has enough to protect him from all of the hidden dangers that lurk in today's society. James here pictures a man planning a business, confident that he can secure enough gain from that thing to immunize himself from any inevitability. You know, James here hurls forth a warning much needed by all people today, especially essential for those who make worldly goals their aim. He compares human existence with a vapor, joining the many other figures of speech in the scriptures that describe how short our pilgrimage is on this earth. Various writers refer to life as a swift ship, a thread cut by the weaver, a dream, water spilled on the ground. All of these express the idea of your brevity in this old world. And when David complained to Jonathan that there is just a step between me and death, just a step between me and death, 1 Samuel chapter 20, verse 3, he expressed a truth that applies to all of us today, even though an evil king is not pursuing us with some intent to kill us, life has been called a little gleam of time between two eternities, and scarce the twinkle of a star in God's eternal day. What's life all about? Do you remember Jim Croce's If I Could Save Time in a Bottle? All that you have comes from God. To rejoice in your own boastings is evil. If you know to do a good thing and you refuse to do it, it's sin. Whether in the realm of material possessions or other investments in life, we face every day the matter of how we shall utilize those resources. To choose goals is a dangerous thing because most of us will probably come close to reaching them. Therefore, we should be certain that they are worth the effort. The only aims in life that are worthwhile are those related to the advancement of God's work in this world today. Can I ask you something? When you come to the end of your way, will you be glad that you lived? Certain guideposts stand on the path to such a feeling. Have you ever used your possessions for more than your own interest? Have you despised nothing in the world except falsehood and wickedness? Have you feared nothing except cowardness? Have you been governed by your admiration rather than your disgust? Have you coveted nothing of your neighbors except his kind heart and gentle way? Have you sought to spend much of your time in personal communion with the Lord, but never forgetting the practical world that needs your help? Something for all of us to think about this day. And finally, this could be mom or dad. Two kids went into mom and dad's bathroom. Notice the bathroom scale there in the corner. One kid says, whatever you do, do not step on that thing. Why not, ask the other? Because every time mom steps on it, she lets out an awful scream. <laughs> uh, I got my BMI while I'm looking over this backdrop. Oh, we don't even want to talk about that. You've been listening to Hello World. I'm Greg Patton. News, information, and comment every day at this time. I've had my say. 
for another day. Tell folks about the broadcast. We definitely need to be on our knees in the days ahead. Again, thank you so much for your time. I know it's valuable. Don't forget to join me on Facebook. Many of you are Greg, Jerry, G, Pat, B, T, T, E. And thank you for your comments. I do listen to what you say, my friend. It's so good to come to you each day at this time on Hello World. Thank you for your support. And that's the way it is for Monday, October the 16th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.